0: Everyone, you're listening to the Common Ground Football Podcast. This is episode three. Let's roll.
1: Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman.
0: Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Howdy, howdy. Week 17 is over, regular season is over. Playoffs have begun. Both of our teams aren't in the playoffs. Boo. Boo. Hiss. That's okay. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for downloading. Whatever you do with our podcast, thank you for that. I don't know what they do, but. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Let's go around the room. I'm Brian McLaughlin. I'm the Seahawks fan, the 12, whatever (laughs) you want to call me. And uh, this guy to my left, stage right. States' (laughs) States' right. <laughs> I'm Andrew Guzman. I'm the Cowboys fan, uh, part of Cowboys Nation, what as up? they would say. We discovered I'm not allowed to say Seahawks Nation, but <laughs> oh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna protest that one of these days. So, um, who's producing for us this week? I, I can't see behind you. Let's see. Oh, Steve, Steve made it another week, y'all. Steve made it another week. He didn't screw up on my coffee today. I'm so proud of him. So he but made he it st- through the new year. He still doesn't want to talk, which is strange um so uh episode three we made it to another one we sure did yeah we're calling it our only hope there is another is as in the seahawks had a hope it got trampled but for both the seahawks and the cowboys there is another but it also works with uh our fandom um star wars and if you Mm -hmm. recognize that those words then you're a nerd just like us have you seen star wars yet?
1: unfortunately i have not we were gonna go see it monday but you know just got busy and we weren't able to go and see
0: it would you call yourself a a star wars nerd yes you are the most patient star wars nerd i've ever met in my life my son's name is lucas our cat's
1: name is obi we got star wars stuff everywhere Yeah, no it's killing me but i will
0: hang in there i want to tell you who dies so bad but I won't because I'm not that mean. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um do you do New Year's resolutions? No. I don't either. So we won't go over that. <laughs> <laughs> Mark it. Mark it. If you out there, if you do New Year's resolutions, um, good for you. We don't. And I don't do it because I know I won't accomplish them, so there's that. <laughs> so week seventeen is in the books. It's done and uh dallas me, and seattle both finished nine and seven nine and seven uh both out of the playoffs it was an interesting game for the seahawks cowboys won and if you could call it that it was a well you know what's well, not we don't have to mention that they were playing against you know backups and it has nothing to do with playing against that. the backups they won man i take that it's a win we'll get to that nine, we'll get to that nine and seven Woo-hoo. we have big news though so in our ever never-ending journey into making this a, a big podcast step one is getting yourself onto some podcast directories we can't get onto itunes until we have four or five episodes in the book so the numbers work and all that good stuff but
1: we are on what now we Ryan? are
0: on stitcher and stitcher is a gigantic podcast directory and so now you have another place that you can listen to us they have an app um and they gave us some stuff to read sure did they did i have it You got the memo. I got the memo with my TPS reports. Um, So anyways, yeah, so you can hear our show on Stitcher. Um, Stitcher is basically radio on demand. Um, They have an app. You can download that today, listen anywhere, anytime. Um, Does the app
1: cost anything, Brian?
0: I believe it is free. Free. It is as free as it can be. They have a premium thing, but I don't know what that is. They're an award-winning free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows, plus discover 20,000 news, entertainments, and sports shows, including the Common Ground Football Podcast. Um, You can create custom playlists. Uh, There's over 20,000 shows to discover, like we said. You can rate and review us on there. You can get it on iOS, Mm -hmm. Android. People still use Nooks. I guess. (laughs) I think that my wife has a Nook somewhere. I have a Nook. (laughs) <laughs> a breakfast nook yeah breakfast nook <laughs> and the uh, ipads <laughs> you have a giant one of those ipad that's what i said ipad pro ipad pro no big deal thanks mom uh, yeah <laughs> uh, you can hear it stitcher in over four million car dashboards on demand and on the go no downloading no syncing no wasted memory you can stream all your favorite podcasts i went on there and searched when i was looking for ours and got all excited when i found ours and discovered that a lot of the podcasts i listened to already are. Actually, on there. So mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Uh, if you don't have Stitcher, you can download it free today at stitcher.com or in the App Store or the Google Play Store or wherever you get your apps. Um, you listen to the podcast on there. what do you think? I think we sound buttery smooth. Buttery <laughs> <laughs> Not We're, kidding. Not kidding. No, he's not kidding. Uh, we sounded great, I think. It was nice and clear. So, anyway, go download the app, listen to us on there. And um, I say we just get started. Ready to go? Let's do it. Okay. How about them Cowboys? Is that how you say it? How about them Cowboys? Or is it more? It's bout. Bout? Bout. How about is it dim? How dem, about dim Cowboys? boys. Y'all? <laughs> so they yes, won. We live in Washington. We do live in Washington. We're weird. Um, they won. So there's that. There is that. Yeah. So what happened? They won. Awesome. <laughs> Moving <laughs> on. D- no. D- D- Dallas goes to We're Philadelphia.
1: Psychic. Hot mic. They get the win 6-0. to zero. It was a, just an awful game to watch. Just terrible. If you liked offense, then you would have I'm turned so, this game I'm, off. I'm so confused, though. The wait. First quarter.
0: They, they won.
1: They did win, but it did not. But yeah. it was awful. It was terrible. It was so bad.
0: But aren't wins good?
1: I guess. <laughs> the one thing to remember, and I'll just throw this out at the very beginning, is yes, Dallas finished 9-7. to seven, Went to Philly. Got the win. Don't let that cloud if you're a cowboys fan don't let that cloud any of your judgment that these coaches are good they had a pretty bad year and i just don't want this to be spun like oh well, yeah no they, well they had a winning season um yeah <laughs> that's iffy yeah
0: but nine, nine and seven is just it's it's you didn't finish it's, you at as, 500 you might as well uh, yeah you might as well be your one game over 500 so i mean it's nothing to write home about although my seahawks made it to the playoffs once at seven and nine so there's that
1: that was the year that they had the beastquake.
0: Beastquake. Oh. Hey, let's not make fun of the beast Quake. That was a big moment. No, yeah, it was a big moment for you know for Seattle, a seven and nineteen. <laughs> that, that was went, the highlight of the year. We then went on to you know lose? But jumping
1: back over to Dallas, yeah. I, I actually think the bigger story in that game is Philadelphia, the number one seed in the NFC. The quarterback situation might
0: not be very very good. So I I. I couldn't watch the game because I'm not cool enough to have Sunday ticket yet. But anyway, so I wasn't watching it, but I was keeping track on my phone. I remember I texted you mm-hmm. when I noticed that Foles wasn't playing, and I figured, well, they just pulled him. And no. and what, what happened with Foles? Foles, he did not look like the
1: Foles of old. He folded. Um, <laughs> he was 4 of 11 for 39 yards and Ooh. just looked lost in their offense. They pulled him. They actually put um, Nate Sudfeld in. Yeah, he did all right, but for being the number one seed in the NFC, you know, 13-3, and three, they might be one and done, I think much that, like Dallas last year, but
0: that's I, neither here nor there. I think that once their quarterback went down, I think once Wentz was out, I think that collectively around the league, that was a uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And and then Foles came out, and he played okay in that first game, and then, yeah, I saw his stats that, like you just <laughs> said, and I was like, oh. Um, okay, I get it now. <laughs> that's uh, – that's that's not good no that's not good well did anything go right for your team i mean besides the winning part of it you know winning.
1: um dan bailey struggled yet again kind of concerning but i think it's just carry i think he just once he hurt himself in san francisco and hurt his back hurt his hamstring you know whatever they want to say it is i think he just lost a little bit of confidence he'll get back to that he's one of the best kickers in the league one of the most um one of the ac- most accurate in nfl history along with uh, justin tucker with these five misses or so that he's had, though, that's going to bring him down a notch. But I think he'll be back to form and we'll be okay. Um, last week we talked about Zeke possibly getting a thousand yards, even after missing six you know six games. How close was he? He needed 120 yards. He ended up with 100 103 yards. Ah, just shy. It was so close. That's the one thing I wanted to see happen too. So he ended the season with 983, I believe. I mean, just just shy, but um it was good to see him back this
0: it's just been a weird weird year so the theme last week was we talked a lot about it. in fact when i listened back to our episode we five times we said finish strong finish strong yeah and uh so you guys did that what does that mean for your team going forward into this ridiculously long off season
1: yeah it just means that we lost probably five spots in the draft by By winning (laughs) by winning um i think it was just more you want to beat your division opponents no matter what the what the stakes are you don't want to lose to a division opponent you know and coaches go to coach players go to play it's just really definitely really weird that dallas finishes five and one in the division and miss the playoffs
0: jeez the only loss was against philly earlier in the year The nfc in general was just full of i'm not going to say good teams decent teams because again nine and seven were like well but to do that well against your division and have philly be in your division Mm -hmm. as you know that team um the nfc was just stacked with teams and it's one of those years where you have a bunch of teams dallas included um, I won't. I won't include Seattle in that because Seattle's terrible. But when you have hot take, hot take, um, but you can include Dallas in that list of teams that are now on the outside looking in that mm-hmm. maybe deserve a spot. Yep. Um, and you have that every now and then. You have those years where you have a bunch of teams that could very easily compete. Um, and again, Seahawks are not one of them.
1: But who? I mean, in in the NFC, you had a big power shift when Aaron Rodgers went down and who saw case kingdom coming for minnesota i did oh you did no i didn't (laughs) no but what a story yeah so the nfc and i and i want to say the playoff pictures as a whole out of the i want to say there's like 10 new teams this year than there was last
0: year yeah and i forget what the stat is there's there's a stat out there that you always have a certain number of teams that turn over every year Mm -hmm. um this year was a totally different story when you think about the rams are in there they won the division since first time since 2003 i think and yeah so um that the rams are in there it was a different it was a weird year but there's going to be some i think the playoffs are gonna be fun it's just a bummer that both on the of NFC teams, side on the NFC side yeah we're gonna go over all the teams <laughs> who's in um who they play we're gonna pick some winners we're gonna do all that later um so so dallas wins yep dallas wins um and uh but you're unhappy it, which is weird i don't understand uh you guys won i'm not unhappy <laughs> winning i mean <laughs> i'm not unhappy it's just uh, is it the draft pick no is I don't it because that. now you pick one below the seahawks <laughs> so ooh, another link so <laughs> so you guys are going to be sitting there and you're going to be all excited like ooh, we want that guy and at 18 my hawks are gonna be like uh-uh and they're gonna grab whoever that guy is it could happen it could happen it won't but it could happen, so. All right, we're moving on to Seattle at Arizona. Brian,
1: Seattle had a slim chance to get into the playoffs if they would have won.
0: How'd that game go? <laughs> um, it did not go well, Andrew. It did not. Uh, it, another game that meant everything. And yes, they needed help, but take that, push it aside. It meant everything, and they came out and played like it. At least the first half, like I meant nothing. Yes, I needed help. Cam Newton, I have a message for you. I can't stand you, and I even put hashtag keep pounding, that stupid <laughs> Panther hashtag on my Twitter. Tweeter box. My Twitter box. I put it on there and rooted for you, and that was so hard to do, and you came out, and you had your wor- one of the worst games of your career <laughs> You didn't even try. He knew Seattle to help us, help. and so now you're right back to being in on my list. Is where you're at, and you're never getting off that list. You don't want to be on the list, and I hope that you get destroyed in the playoffs. And I just I hate you. Thanks, Moving back thanks, to Seattle. Thanks for nothing, Cam. Okay, I I got off topic. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they needed help. Um, but again, our theme last week we talked about it. Finish strong i just wanted them to win defend home field bruce arian's comments about how that is their home field were what was offensive to me i was hoping it was going to be offensive to the seahawks uh, we need that home field advantage back they finished um one and four at home this year that stings and that does not and that's
1: got to sting even more because arian said that and now he's gone
0: and now he's gone It's you like can't beat he's, him again. yeah he's like yeah you won't get any revenge on him ever so um and Arizona come out and marched right down the field and got themselves a touchdown. And I'm like, oh, so our defense isn't doing anything to stop them. That's great. And then a little hope came in, and Arizona kicks off. And
2: Let's see what the Seahawks can do now as Tyler Lockett takes the kickoff at the 1, coming back from right to left, looks for a gap, has one across the 35-40. Here he comes, 45 midfield down the near sideline 30 25 20 getting out running again touchdown seahawks and just like that the seahawks are back in business a 99 yard kickoff return for a touchdown
0: just like that i <laughs> thank you for not telling steve to shut up this week <laughs> i appreciate that um <laughs> Uh, so right then, you're like, okay, cool. It's tied up 7-7. Maybe this isn't going to go that bad. And then Arizona marches down again, but they get held to a field goal. And I, I'm okay with that. Seattle's defense has been a bend-but-don't-break defense, um, especially after the injuries. Um, I've heard that term before. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Is Marinelli. Oh. Bend-but-don't-break. I can't stand that defense. I prefer um, the Super Bowl-winning defense that didn't do the bend. they just broke everybody just destroyed (laughs) them but apparently with you know yeah that's a totally different topic so we'll get there there. i'm just oh i'm upset you're sweating as my i know as my son would say i'm upset so (laughs) so held him to a field goal and you're like okay there's still a chance here and then seattle's first half offense decided to show up and their next five count them five drives were punt all of them four of those were three and out they did nothing offensively once again didn't have any identity didn't seem to have any rhythm i don't know what bevel's plan was whatever it was it wasn't working and they looked terrible and we're down 20 to 7 at halftime and you're going uh-oh here we go and at that point the Carolina Atlanta game wasn't out of reach for Carolina yet. Cam was already sucking, but it wasn't out of reach per se. So he forgot to eat his yogurt that day. He did. He did something. And the last Seahawk possession of the first half was a, a what the bleep moment. <laughs> Can we cuss, Steve? Still no. No, we're oh up. sorry. This is a family fa- friendly. This is a family friendly show. There were like two fumbles in that drive one of them arizona recovered but because of a penalty on both teams they got to replay the down but then to finish the quarter or the half russell got sacked fumbled the ball luckily Britt recovered it but it was like and that's how the first half ends and you're just like what what I did see that, and last week we talked about that. Don't run backwards. Oh, God. Just throw the ball away. Just throw the ball away. And he did that a couple of times this game, but he still he tries to make something out of nothing every time. I saw a quote. I wish I remembered who said it. It,
1: it said, you "I don't it. remember who said yeah, it. Yeah, I don't either." But you go. With, it yeah. said he makes something out of nothing, but makes nothing out of something.
0: And I see that a lot too, and it drives me crazy with Russell. They have all these plays that he has to wait for them to develop and there's nothing quick and as soon as he gets out of the pocket and starts running around instead of just throwing the ball away live another down he he always tries to do stuff and it just drives me crazy so second half comes you know open the second half Seahawks get the ball you're thinking all right let's all you gotta do is come out here and just go strong and right out of the also shoot takes
2: the shotgun snap stands whoops he's gonna throw to the end zone got him in touchdown seahawks Doug Baldwin, all the way across the field. He's being chased by the defender who can't catch up to him, Buda Baker. The safety
0: Ooh, on Doug Baldwin. Ooh, Baker.
2: And it's an 18-yard score, and the Seahawks are climbing back in it, 20-13. to
0: Angry Doug. Angry Doug. I love him a lot. I, I like Doug Baldwin. So the game continues, and at 10.24 to go in the game, this happens.
2: Anger Doug again. First and ten. The play fake. Russell looks. Going to lay it up for the end zone. Doug Baldwin reaches out. Makes the catch. It's in? He is. Touchdown Seahawks.
0: One of the coolest catches I've ever seen Doug make. And that was a nice catch. Was, that was much
1: like Hopkins last
0: week. Yeah. And gets his feet down. and
1: Don't happen.
0: All, yeah. All of a sudden, they're up 24-23. There's 10-24 left stadium's going nuts i'm sitting here going there's way too much time left on that (laughs) clock we can't get that excited and but it's drew stanton it is but they've been able to just once again the defense it had its moments but they still were struggling and so right away though the defense stepped up got a three and out got arizona to punt and then the seahawks offense gets the ball back and what do they do oh three and out and punt shocking and then (laughs) and then arizona goes down and runs a ton of time off the clock all the way down the field 10 plays gets a field goal and takes the lead and half of the half of you as a seahawks fan wants to look at that and go okay so there was at that moment two minutes and 21 seconds left on the clock knowing russell wilson you want to sit there and go oh that's easy he's had the most fourth quarter touchdowns in NFL history, insane. this year, this and the Seahawks' fourth quarter points this year is more points than anybody else. It's insane, and yet the other half of you goes, "Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> this Blair Walsh. This may not go well." And you're like, "It better not come down to a kick." And then what I found was interesting and just drove, uh, drove me crazy at the same time was the play calling in that last play, last drive. It started out decent. They. You know, Wilson had a deep pass to ball when it was a great pass, 23 yards. Um, he had an incomplete pass to Richardson. I think you guys are going to get him, by the way. Just watch. He'll be a he'll be a cowboy. Ooh, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Where's my – I thought there my, was another Seahawk that, that wanted to go to Dallas. There is another Seahawk that wants to go to Dallas, but you guys don't get him until he's 38. We talked about that. You don't get him. Where'd my hot takes now go? I don't know. Steve. Steve, you better get yourself under control. You're messing with my life. Oh.
2: That's oh, Yeah, us. there it is. <laughs> Spicy made the
0: ball. I love it. Um, so so then he has a pass to a, a Jimmy sighting, um, twenty-one yard pass to Jimmy Graham, and he won't be there next year. And what possibly could be his very last reception as a Seattle Seahawk. And then all of a sudden, the two-minute warning hits. Carolina and Atlanta goes final. There's in the stadium. They had no scoreboard up. They wanted to keep that away. They didn't want that distraction. They nobody in the stadium at least on the scoreboards everybody has a smartphone so they were looking Mm -hmm. but it was almost like somebody in a in the booth rang down the headsets on the sideline and said carolina lost we're out called it last week and you did well no you said that seahawks would win but i said carolina and then carolina would lose so you're only half right so quit trying to take so much credit (laughs) i need you to calm down so then (laughs) so it was almost like they told pete and they told bevel and they went into this conservative yeah. play calling and I don't know if it was because I, I'm, I, I'm not saying that this is what happened, but they're going for a better draft pick, if they just wanted to make sure they were one pick above Dallas. I mean, I don't know, but they just kind of went conservative and did two stupid running plays and set up a 48 yard field goal. And <laughs> I am curious if there was anybody in that building that legitimately thought <laughs> that Blair Walsh, was going to make that field goal and they were going to win that game. I don't think there was. I, I saw. I, when he came out, I went, oh, well, this is he's, over. He's going to miss it. I, I couldn't believe. I was sitting there and I, I told my wife, I'm like, they're they're going to lose this game. <laughs> they Walsh isn't going to make this kick. And she's like, oh, come on. Have some faith. And I'm like, why? No. <laughs> and sure enough, wide right. She does remember he was the one that missed it
1: wide left in the playoffs, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah shanked it shanked it so he misses it they lose pete's got his hands down on his knees he mouths unbelievable and mm-hmm. i'm going what's so unbelievable pete <laughs> it's totally put, believable. you put blair walsh out there to kick you a 48 yard field goal and he missed i don't nothing about that is unbelievable were you watching earlier in the season i mean he's one of the main reasons why you're nine and seven and not going to the playoffs and haushka is and in haushka is in the playoffs so i'm okay i'm actually happy they lost once carolina lost for me draft pick i don't care none of that i wanted the reality check for them because if they win and they're like oh look at us we finished strong we won that's great mm-hmm. i don't know that they have the same like we need to look within ourselves and make some changes that they do now and so i, I was okay with it and i I was scared to death of them going to the playoffs anyway and getting destroyed in the first round. So I think that in the end, this will be better for them that it's a loss, but still it was a microcosm of the entire season. Pete said that in his press conference, I've seen tons of other media guys say it and that's exactly what it was. And they're done. They're out. And it's weird. I have a January now for the first time since 2011, been a long time they're not in the playoffs and it's already freaking me out and i <laughs> don't know what to do with myself i don't understand watching wild card weekend and going wait a minute where are they
1: see <laughs> <laughs> so i think if seattle would have got in they would have been the six seed
0: yes so they would have won to la I yes yeah that would have been tough they won down there earlier this season It doesn't matter. barely it would have been terrible LA, um, la is on a tear yeah uh it would have been it would have been bad so it's okay if they lost but um but are you feeling okay? Well, it's weird. So, yeah, so we're recording this. It's Thursday. Uh and I'm okay. There's a lot of news coming out every single day about stuff that's going to happen. Yep. and We'll talk more about that, but yeah, I'm I'm over it. I'm I'm going to be all right. I think. I have my wine. I'm good. More to come. More to come. So, uh yeah, so Cowboys win, Seahawks lose. Week 17 is done. Regular season is over both teams go nine and seven nine uh, did we mention that before they went nine and seven nine times nine nine times nine wins seven losses yay uh yes i yeah let's uh it's gonna be a long off season man it's gonna be brutal we'll talk later about what we're gonna do this off season we're gonna keep this thing going but let's look at what we found super interesting in nfl news this week I have him right here. Oh, you did get him? Yeah. Okay. You're all right, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Could you get my coffee now? That'd be great. Me too. So, we talked about this last week. Black Monday came and showed up, and, you know.
2: What what would you say you do here?
0: Some coaches did, you know, got kicked right out the door. See ya. Yeah. Um, most of them we knew. John Fox, Bears. He gone jim caldwell lions he gone he gone um <laughs> i felt i chuck pagano <laughs> i love chuck pagano why have you ever listened to his p- post-game press conferences no okay you know the the, the coach speak right uh, you know well we just got to climb that mountain and we got to do this and we got you know all that type one of one day at a time one day yeah all those sayings he is the king of all of them you gotta listen to garrett he oh no dude i have (laughs) trust me pagano was the king and the poor guy they win their last game and it wasn't it was like two hours after they won it came across chuck pagano's been fired (laughs) later so thanks for the win get out so he gone um who else gone jack del rio Kind of a an interesting one. Black Jack Del Rio. But we understand why because they have somebody lined up. Is it Chucky? Gruden? John Gruden. That's Chucky. That's Chucky? Yeah. Okay. So You don't remember? No. Remember? Everyone used to do the Oh. So yes. I did the face. Okay. Gotcha. Yes, Chucky. Uh Gruden. <laughs> Uh earlier in the season, of course, Mr. Slickback Hair Ben McAdoo. He <laughs> Maca don't. Maca don't. He uh Maca don't work here anymore. Got fired. <laughs> <laughs> and he gone well done thank you and uh and then bruce arians after winning in his new home century Link field he retired he though. retired so now we can't have revenge but uh he gone so interesting ones cincinnati Bengals marvin lewis who they, everyone thought was going to be gone The story came out before um week 16 right
1: yeah everybody said you know he's he's going to be leaving but they reverse course and actually extend
0: him. He signed a two-year extension. He's not yep. going anywhere, and it makes no sense at all. But he's he's staying. We talked about Mike Malarkey Tennessee. for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they're a playoff team, so he's not gone. Um, so what about
1: uh, Hugh Jackson?
0: Hugh Jackson for the 0-16. Owen 16 congratulations. Uh, Cleveland Browns, uh, you made history. Believe Lynn. they should get a parade, and I think they are doing. Are they going to do a parade? Oh my gosh! Uh, good that, for them. So they, you know, they don't win a game, and he's staying. <laughs> so, <laughs> but just remember, though, Cleveland has the first and fourth pick in the draft, so they'll get more top ten talent, <laughs> and then they won't do anything with it. We'll see. Well, who knows? You made a bold prediction, and you said they will win a game next season i did and they almost did you see it they almost won this last game and that receiver i don't even know who it was right in his hands so cleveland browns get to keep their coach no one knows why uh but no one knows what the hell they're doing in cleveland anyway ever so another surprising one uh rumors were going around that maybe the broncos will be looking to move on uh vance joseph is staying uh they just need to find a quarterback um so there wasn't really any shockers that popped up. No,
1: nothing yet. And then as far as macado not I <laughs> really hope that Jim Schwartz gets out of the NFC East. He's a he, Right now, he's the DC for Philadelphia. He is, he is really good. He is good. I really hope that he doesn't take the Giants' job. Just get out of the NFC East, please.
0: Well, I'm hoping that the Indianapolis Colts take my current defensive coordinator – who was interviewing with them on Friday, uh, Chris Richard, bye-bye. Do you find it interesting that Daryl Bevel's name does not come up for any of these coaching vacancies? Do you find that weird? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Does it have something to do with his uh, offensive planning? It could be. It's weird how after the two Super Bowls that they went to -to back-to-back. By the way, we went to two Super Bowls back-to-back recently. Cool. Um, Cowboys. No, they haven't done that um cool so (laughs) calm down so the (laughs) buffalo (laughs) went to five straight and lost them all so what's your point
1: (laughs) getting back on track back on
0: track here steve keep us on track so after those two super bowls bevel's name did come up in a lot of coaching searches all the time and he interviewed for some jobs Uh, it's funny how he went through those interviews and all those teams went actually we are good we're good um and now the last couple years since 2015 which was what i would consider their last decent offensive performance um i could i could get behind that yeah that was a, a, a decent year the last two have been terrible and so Bevel name does come up so strange so um yeah so like we said nobody's shocking but uh a couple i guess shocking would be the ones that stayed around that we thought for sure will be gone marvin lewis especially that doesn't make any sense to me I so 15 years yeah something like that and no, no play or one playoff win i don't think he has any playoff wins does he get okay, one. So um and all your coaches are staying.
1: Marinelli, yes. Linehan, yes. Garrett, yes. Uh there's a whole bunch of coordinators that are leaving. Um, like assistants? Yes. If yeah. Gruden goes to, well, I'm assuming Gruden's It sounds like Gr- hired it sounds right like Gruden. Broglie, yeah.
0: Sounds like Gruden's going.
1: He's going to take uh Rich Bisaccia, He's our special teams coordinator. He'll go there. Joe Baker, he's our secondary coach. He I don't remember where the rumors were that he might be going but he is gone um wade wilson he's our quarterbacks coach he's gone and Derek dooley who's our um wide receivers coach he might he's kind of doing a power play a little bit he didn't sign in his extension last year and kind of banked on himself that he would be up for maybe a oc position somewhere else a head coach I, I don't think he had that in mind but there's a lot of coordinators that are going to be gone
0: what do you think about this name? Because I'm reading through this potential head coaching candidates, and his name has now popped up in multiple as I'm reading. I like this guy because he's got a really cool beard. Uh, Patriots defensive coordinator Matt Patricia. Pencil? Pencil Patricia? Yes.
1: I like what him. What do you think about
0: that? I mean, a defensive guy, but Pete Carroll's a defensive guy. What do you think? I could see that. Yeah. Definitely. So he's popped up in interviewing the one thing a with any, of places.
1: But the one thing with any of the New England coordinators – coaches anything whether it's on the offense or the defense whenever they lose anybody they seem to just keep rolling doesn't matter
0: oh that's what their coaches with their players they're just a freak of nature And I know
1: it, it's infuriating especially as a cowboys fan because you you know you lose one piece whether that be tyron smith okay your offense goes to heck you lose zeke okay can't do anything you lose on the defensive side you lose sean lee you're toast you can't do anything that's what's probably most frustrating as far as coaching staff goes for, those, for the offense and the defense. One player's gone, and everything falls apart. New England, eh, it doesn't matter. You could lose Brady, and you still
0: win. Well, yeah, because they had Jimmy Grapp's, but oh, not no more. Jimmy Grapp's. Not no more. Did he win? He did. That dude's a stud. We'll talk about him. He'll make an appearance. Josh McDaniels, also Patriots. Mm-hmm. He's popping up everywhere as well. He's been on the radar though. Past he
1: has a couple years, and, he, and he's you, been a head coach. So. He was head
0: coach for Denver, right? Yeah. yeah. So and that didn't work out too crazy well. So I don't know that. Well, Marinelli was a head coach too, and that didn't work out too well. My only chance of Bevel going bye bye is if they fire him. And hashtag fire Bevel. hashtag Fire Bevel. It it just hasn't happened yet. Bummer. So that's a bummer, man. That's a bummer, man. Let's uh, let's move on. <whistles> Ooh, whistle um okay so the playoffs get underway what i was gonna say was there a flag on the play yeah if the seahawks are playing yes there was <laughs> so many penalties so many um playoffs are underway this weekend real quick wildcard weekend it is wildcard weekend real quick um afc patriots got the number one seed Steelers number two jacksonville kansas city tennessee buffalo so the pats are staying home this week they gotta buy in the snow did you see Belichick telling all his players, "I don't give a crap about this giant storm. We better not be late." No, I did. Oh God, so, was it like this?
1: It was a big, uh, big storm. Okay. Don't be late. That's pretty much what it was. Okay,
0: yeah. Um, so it literally told us players to stay in a hotel just that are right next door. Yeah, it's yeah bad. So NFC: Philadelphia, Minnesota, the L.A. Rams, uh, New Orleans, Carolina. Screw you, Cam Newton, and <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. So, Andrew, what, what what do our games look like?
1: So we have Tennessee at Kansas City. What do you expect there?
0: Ugh, uh, not much. Kansas City started off hot and hot. then it so hot. just cooled and cream um, hunt and then eh. yeah, but cream hunt kind of made his return there at the last part of the season because he, did, he, did he did it disappeared. He was on my fantasy team, um, and he he made a reappearance. <laughs> um, I, I we'll talk about winners later. I I don't. That's a hard one to do. Tennessee barely got into the playoffs. And they're playing at Kansas City. And they're at Kansas City. Kansas City, that's technically, if you look at the Guinness Book of World Records, I protest this result. You sound salty, mister. Uh, Yeah, they're technically the loudest stadium in the, yeah, no. So um, Chiefs have won four straight games after a one and six stretch. Titans lost three out of four to end the season um kansas city ranked number two in turnover differential uh so it could be a fun game but it's afc they've been kind of boring outside of a couple of teams we'll watch it because it's the nfl and i love the nfl what's next we have atlanta at la Ooh. uh what do you expect in that game not winning who's gonna win or anything but just i mean what do you expect to see i'm
1: excited to see playoff football back in la that's gonna be cool yeah that'll be fun i have since 83, I think. It's been a long time since there's been playoff football in L.A. I know everyone down there is just going to be
0: going nuts. You have the Rams that came out of nowhere to grab the NFC West, grab the number three seed. They're an interesting team with Gurley. Goff, who last year you thought, are they ever going to play him? It was really weird. It was so weird, but he's been great. But then the Falcons... They got embarrassed in the Super Bowl. They probably would like more than any other team out. I mean, every team wants to get just there. Just to bring that up, twenty-eight to three, right? Yeah, yeah. Never forget. Screw you, Tom Brady. So the uh, you're on the same list as Cam Newton. Just <laughs> saying. So uh, Matt Ryan and that that group, they're still an an offensive juggernaut, and uh, that will be a fun game to watch as well. What's on Sunday?
1: we have buffalo at jacksonville Ooh. i don't know if
0: jacksonville's ever hosted a playoff game have they did you see i don't know if they've ever hosted one or not but they they got all excited and they for this last game they took tarps off of seats <laughs> so they could sell more tickets i didn't know that they had nfl teams that still had tarps on seats i think jacksonville's the only team that has like pools as seats you can jump yeah in the it's pool. interesting down there they have the pools yeah uh jaguars leagues top rushing offense bills aren't far behind that though um jacksonville they they remind me of super bowl 48 winning seahawks crazy defense and same that, same dc and yeah and that is the only reason that jacksonville is where they're at because last time i checked blake Bortles was their quarterback i can't believe that a blake Bortles. Led team is a three seed in the playoffs gross (laughs) yuck yuck um but uh, what's his name for
1: baltimore was you know about the same thing right Great. great defense um yeah so so quarterback hot take
0: so you're gonna have blake bortles and tyrod taylor that's that matchup that's interesting uh bills uh, sneak in as a six seed they needed did Cincinnati. you watch, did you watch I, any of the bills videos uh them on the concourse yeah, yeah. and the touchdown yeah there was i mean that's and that right there is one of the reasons why i love sports because that moment that was super cool to see and those yeah. guys those are excited they're excited bunch of grown men bunch of yeah well hey i you know I, I, i'm not ashamed i you know there are certain wins that have happened in my team's tenure that have made me cry mm-hmm. i'm not afraid. last week against dallas so
2: <laughs> <laughs> we won. We won
0: that no, um, and then after that, to cap off the weekend, wild card weekend, who we got? Carolina at New Orleans. All right, vision well, game. I'm pretty sure that all of you who have been listening know how I feel about Carolina Panthers. Two years ago, was it two years ago that they had their good season and went? Yeah, because Atlanta was fifteen last year. and one. Yeah, if uh, any of my friends are listening, that was a fun Twitter year i and facebook here i trashed cam dude and i i don't like him so what do you expect in this game nothing <laughs> who cares who cares so you're gonna take your nfc like cowboys fan i hate every other team <laughs> no there's thing. one team i'm rooting for and well we'll talk hold on yeah i know i'm saying well, you'll hate to hear it so I, i'm gonna hate to hear it i bet so um new orleans I, I've always been a Drew Brees fan, especially since Russell Wilson came in the league, because that's who he gets compared to so much. But that's only because um, he's short. But it, well, it is. But Drew Brees is a good quarterback, and because they're playing the Panthers, I I am going to be rooting for <laughs> New Orleans to just kill them. So Wild Card Weekend is is always fun. The playoffs, even if your team's not in it, it's playoff football. Yeah, it's the NFL. You and I both love it. So, um, and then we'll see who moves on to play the one and two seeds next week. And I hope that no matter who it is, they beat the Patriots. So how about that? (laughs) Let's move on. Okay. So finally, in NFL news, this is just a fun activity, especially since I have so much room for activity. so much room. I've come to realize just by doing this podcast right here, that it seems that if they're not the Cowboys, you don't like them. So what we're going to (laughs) do, I'm going to run through all the playoff teams. Okay. Because since both our teams are out, it's kind of fun to be rooting for somebody. I'm going to name a team, and you're going to tell me if you would be okay with them winning the Super Bowl this season. Got it? Or not? You ready? Yep. Okay, we're going to start in the AFC. Buffalo. Nope. Why not? Who cares? Okay, I would be totally fine with Buffalo winning the Super Bowl.
1: I'll just, I'll just, well, I'll lay it out here. I no AFC team would I pick.
0: Well, that's just rude. <laughs> so, I just torpedoed you your just list? You just torpedoed the whole thing.
1: Tennessee. I'd be okay with Tennessee. Okay. Actually, you just um, torpedoed your own thing. <laughs> true. Very true. So actually, a quick little side story. You know when you're younger, like much younger, and you have two teams yep. that you absolutely love? Okay, Dallas and Tennessee were my big ones. I, Eddie George is actually one of my act- favorite running backs, and Steve McNair is one of my act- absolute favorite quarterbacks. And then you could imagine the excitement when Eddie George signed with Dallas for right. a year. But anyways, uh, Tennessee was always one of my favorite teams. Uh, Music City Miracle, great play. Uh, Frank Whitecheck, Kevin Dyson, all that awesome.
0: Javon Kersh, the freak. <laughs> I'd be okay with Tennessee winning. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Nope. Nope. I'd be okay with them winning. No, you know what? No, I wouldn't because Alex Smith, enough said. Um, Jacksonville. X- X- 49er. Yeah. Jacksonville are Jaguars. See, I'd be okay with them, even though they beat the Seahawks
1: by a lot i would be okay with them because the chances are they probably won't win another one
0: for a while can you imagine if they win (laughs) blake bortles it's just it's insane okay this one these next two super easy Steelers, no hell no patriots no double hell no Let's move on to the NFC. We don't even need—we don't even need reasons for those. Everyone knows why. Everyone knows why. Same as if if Dallas was in the playoffs
1: and you asked that question, everyone would say no. Screw them both.
0: Okay, NFC starting at the bottom. The Atlanta Falcons. No. Um, I would be okay with them winning. I think that last year sucked for them. Just really did. I don't like Arthur Blank and I don't like Home Depot. (laughs) (laughs) I do a lot of shopping at Home Depot. Good for you. Go to Lowe's. No, I hate Lowe's. Wow see it's a good thing we like each other <laughs> um this one carolina panthers no hell no cam newton You remember that list you're on you don't get to win on that list new orleans saints um <laughs> i would say that's a, that i'd be okay with that that seemed like that was kind of a struggle for you yeah it was sean payton ex dallas
1: offensive coordinator yeah, yeah. I'd,
0: i mean i'd be okay with that just okay. Just okay. It's uh, not Seattle. I too would be okay with New Orleans winning. I like Drew Brees. they that's fine with me. LA Rams, yep. this one's a tough one for me. Is that the one that was gonna shock me? Yeah. That's the I would actually I'm thinking they do win the Super Bowl. Ew. Is that a is that a is that a hot take? I believe that's a hot take.
2: That's a spicy mate the ball. I
0: th- I think that uh, I would not be okay with the Rams. That's hard because they're a cool, cool. team. But they're in my division, so it's a giant hell no. Oh, yeah. That's just like if you were yeah. – well, we haven't even asked it, but I know you're going to ask Philly,
1: and I'm going to say hell no. And Philly M- doesn't have a quarterback anyway.
0: Minnesota Vikings. S- no, because I don't want them to be the first team to host the Super Bowl and, and win it. Pass. I, and that is exactly my reason. As cool as it would be, I don't want them to be the ones that do it. I also never want Dallas to be the ones that do it. Gross. Never. No skull for me. No. And then we you already said Philadelphia. What what'd you say? Hell no. Oh, uh, hell no. i um, That's a tough one. They worship me. a fictional character as a sports hero. True. No. Yeah, I don't think I'd be okay with that. So, But you know what? Good news there. They're not going to get there. No, they won't. <laughs> so I don't think we have anything to worry about. They're last year's Dallas team. They get bounced in their first game. That's what's going to happen there. We'll pick that winner next week. That's all the NFL news we want to go over. Let's move on to something else. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Steve. All right, so off season is officially here. One of the biggest things that we start looking at once we hit the off season is free agency. And unfortunately we have to wait until March 14th for it all to really get underway. But to me, I, at least the last several years, free agency is super fun. Once it hits on that date, it becomes like a big deal. Everyone's jumping on social media and like watching to see what their team does. I don't know if it's the same for you.
1: Not really. Dallas doesn't make any doesn't splash do moves or anything. Oh, no, that's a Dallas problem. The last problem. big one you know, that I remember was, holy crap, Seattle. Well, no, that was an offseason when they took Graham, was it? Yeah. It was? Yeah, it was no, that, off, was, that was an
0: offseason when they traded Anger for Graham mistake Stupid move i'm glad we both agree there yes that is uh yeah i'll get into that <laughs> um so let's start with dallas notable free agents i mean who you got you're gonna keep him? what's going on biggest name up on top to marcus lawrence had a great year
1: ended up finishing second in sacks with i want to say 14 or 14 and a half he's got to stay got to have that dominant pass rusher and he finally broke through as his fourth year third or fourth year out of boise state Gotta keep him. Absolutely, gotta keep him. Other names you got: Anthony Hitchens, great middle linebacker. Gotta keep him. He, when him and Lee are together, and well, I mean now with the emergence of Jalen Smith, but when him and Lee are together, they both are great against the run. Um, David Irving, hope he stays. He missed last four games or so with a concussion. I, I really hope that Dallas retains him. Those are the top. Those have got to be the top three: Lawrence, Hitchens, and Irving. Uh, L.P. Lattisor, you actually, he's one of the most unsung heroes probably on the team, if not one in the league. He's the long snapper. Ooh, he's n- always been fantastic. I think he's played as long as Jason Witten, 15 years or so. He's another priority. Got to have Lattisor. Jonathan Cooper, left guard. Eh, he struggled at times this year. I could see them moving on from him. Keith Smith, fullback. He has a role. He might be one that they re-sign and kind of just restructure he's, things he's a, a little He's a restricted bit. free agent. Yeah. Yeah. Um Brian Price, he's one technique. I don't know. I th- I think I think maybe through other off season moves, the draft, they might address interior defensive line help a little bit more. Other ones you got Kyle Wilbur, Joe Looney, Byron Bell, he filled in a couple of times at uh tackle, struggled a lot. Um so did Chaz Green for that matter. Uh, Alfred Morris, Bryce Butler, Ben A. Ben Wickery. Bryce Butler, out of that list, I think that they
0: might re-sign him, uh, wide receiver. But other than that, is Morris, I mean, M- now since you've got Zeke back, Zeke's Rod back. Smith did so
1: well. As long as Zeke behaves off the field, you know, obviously he'll be okay and is arguably the best running back in the league. With the emergence of Rod Smith, I think Dallas is comfortable with having those two and letting morris go obviously mcfadden retired earlier this year i think they still might take somebody another running back in the draft just to have some depth but with rod smith as your second string i, I mean i feel comfortable with that okay and what about seattle brian the seattle seahawks they might have some big names coming off
0: right off the top of the list the big one that everyone wants to talk about um yimmy graham gone that's an interesting one. Uh, I think I just I
1: don't feel like he fits in that offense. Well, barrel. I'm sorry. Not barrel.
0: No, go ahead and call him barrel. 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 Devil. Bevel. Barrel. No. Perfect. <laughs> barrel. The devil. Daryl Bevel.
1: Besides his foibles as an offensive coordinator, Jimmy Graham just does not fit there. He's never taken off. He's never been that Drew Brees monster and maybe that's a dome thing but graham just i he does you see him give up on plays you see him struggle he's a big whiny baby when things don't he go he struggles his way. in run blocking oh he's terrible at blocking he's a wide receiver he's not a tight end so i for me and i'm obviously not a seattle fan but i think graham not? i think <laughs> i think graham is done i think
0: that whole experiment is done and over I get confused with Jimmy because I like the guy. When he does do stuff well, he's super passionate when he scores a touchdown, but that's about all he can do. He can only catch balls in the red zone. You try and throw him something outside the red zone, and he drops it. Um, I don't know if it's so much Jimmy or Bevel just not knowing how to use him because he did do so well in New Orleans with a short he's quarterback. A he, was a, he was a monster, which is why I was so excited when they signed him and then here we are a few years later, and I'm going. God, <laughs> one of the big reasons why New Orleans is as good as they are this year is their center, and who's their center? Will be Max Unger, who we gave up for Jimmy mm, Graham. Weird. No,
1: weird. I I saw that move, and I was like, yeah. that's I at that time Seattle was still having offensive line issues, and they got rid of their their key
0: Max Unger. The Seahawks have I don't I don't know what your cap situation is in Dallas, but I know that Seattle's is ugly, and they're going to have to make a lot of tough choices. Pete said that he would like to have Jimmy back. Uh, Russell said something about Jimmy being a a unicorn. I I don't know, but but I, that but about uh, that up myth- here in Washington we have Bigfoot. We do, but that mythical creature he's going to go bye bye. I think. I think Jimmy's a goner. Uh, Luke Jokel, uh, guard. I think that uh, they need to keep as much unless they draft somebody or find somebody in free agency that will be better on the offensive line. You still gotta try and keep some continuity in there. So I think they find a way to sign him. <laughs> this one's easy. Eddie Lacey, he had uh he weighs more what than, would
1: you say you do here? What
0: would you yeah. He uh he eats and that's mean i should never say that not no, like zeke eats no not like zeke eats no uh eddie lacy was a was a bust that experiment did not work sheldon richardson i would love to see them re-sign richardson and he has expressed interest he's a good in, interior defense yeah. lineman he it, causes
1: a lot of havoc
0: and he he wants to stay but again that's going to come down of money and so how old is he we'll see you know i don't off the top of my head like he's maybe right in the prime if not just outside yeah just kind of outside the prime he was good uh bradley mcdougald dougal he stepped in when cam got hurt and i thought he did really well i'm not sure if they are going to keep him or not or let him test the waters i I wouldn't mind seeing him back luke wilson tight end i think that he's going to go out on the market and he's probably going to find uh another team that'll pay him more than the Seahawks are willing to pay him, which is a bummer. I always liked the guy, but not going to have
1: the Wilson to Wilson connection. I don't. Connection. I don't
0: think that he will have that anymore. Um, Deshaun shed. Yeah, I don't. Maybe you worry about that backfield, or you know, in the secondary. Excuse me. You worry about back there what they're going to do. Well, just hypothetically,
1: in you know just stop me you have Earl Thomas who might be gone he's not going anywhere you have Cam Chancellor who's probably you know he's not going to play anymore he's not going to play anymore Richard Sherman is he going to come back and be the same he's having surgery in his other ankle are now. they are they going to re-sign Byron Maxwell again yes so we're going to try to the secondary could look a lot different
0: i think that in the draft they're going to go out and they're going to try and find another young cornerback in one of their late round picks griffin has been awesome and i think that he has the potential to be really really good so the, sh- the shed one that'll be an interesting one paul richardson i believe he's gone he is gonna want a ton of money and i don't see him as a number one wide right receiver though he's not but he's a he's a good two more three-ish but because of his he's he's a golden tate and that's what he is I hate golden tate i know you do but that's what he is. And he's going to want too much money and he's going to go. Um, <laughs> do you think this is a crazy question? Do you think that they're going to keep and try to resign Blair Walsh? No, no. I'm surprised he's still on the team. I don't even know why he's on this list <laughs> should be gone. Abushi um, again, offensive line. Eh. Um, Maxwell. I think that what's funny his cap hit this year when they grabbed him after uh Sherman went out 900,000 bucks <laughs> and I'd take that. Oh, I would. And they got, you know, he signed with Philadelphia after doing so well and signed that giant contract. Seahawks weren't going to pay him that kind of money. This is going to end up working out better for the Seahawks. They're going to end up getting the guy anyway for way less. I think that uh, they'll find a way to keep him. I think he did really well um he got
1: he got lit up in philadelphia
0: yeah he didn't I do mean, well at all torched didn't, didn't do well Miami. at all um restricted free agents deon jordan i kind of would like to see him back justin coleman yeah uh, mike davis my lead rusher <laughs> how many yards did he have 240 nice what does he weigh so <laughs> is that our comparison now it's pretty did you have a good year if you had a good year that means that you rushed for um over your weight (laughs) (laughs) that's that's how we do it he yeah 240 eddie lacy at 179 (laughs) so that's not good um i'd like to see mike davis back thomas rawls his last um appearance as a seahawk is going to be that taunting penalty on the sideline um it was the last time he was handed the ball in that game i believe that rawls whatever is happening in the background seattle gets a taunting penalty shocking shocking penalty in general but whatever's happening in the background with rawls they're just going to go ahead and just he'll go out and find somebody and they're not going to try and match anything and on their exclusive rights i don't really see anybody that i want to bring up right now jd mckissick maybe um if they again used him correctly mm-hmm. some games they used him correctly other games they didn't so it'll be fun march 14th free agency gets underway i love free agency it's so much fun i spend all day on twitter don't tell my boss (laughs) all right coming up on an an end to another episode almost they go by really fast getting close it's crazy i think we're getting better Already done three not crazy it's nuts and they get better and better all the time i I think so at least (laughs) we like to think so you tell us what you think and you can do that you can you can how can you reach us you know you can reach us all sorts of places i want to real quick remind everybody like we said at the top of the show we're now on stitcher download their app listen to our podcast through there you can leave comments through there you can subscribe do everything get those numbers up because as always and we're going to keep saying it until we no longer need your help but we need your help (laughs) so mom thanks again you're the best appreciate it mom yeah moms are awesome um website www.commogroundfootballpodcast.com. You can also get the episodes there if you are freaked out about an app on your phone. Some people don't want to take up space. Some people don't. Get one of them new big iPhones. Lots of space. Twitter box. That's the best way to interact with us throughout the week. I encourage everyone, if you haven't gone on Twitter and followed Andrew, who you're at where? Andrew Guzman, CGP on Twitter. He cycles through all sorts of interesting Dallas... Well... It's Dallas Cowboy stuff. I don't know that I call it interesting. Uh, <laughs> Sting. <laughs> no, he, he he's he's on top of his team for sure. Um, I am at Wenatchee Seattle Sports Fan, which is W-E-N-S-E-A Sports Fan. And I retweet and say all sorts of crazy things all the time. So Especially on game day. Game day. But you won't be seeing that nope. anymore. No, not until what? August? September? Something like that. I don't do that during preseason. It's okay um and we're also on the book of face facebook.com slash common ground a football podcast we will be hopefully on itunes within another couple weeks so i'm hoping and when we get there all hell's gonna break loose look out so you're ready to do some- coming for that number one spot oh we're gonna take it it's gonna be so great <laughs> all right you ready to do some game picks let's do it all right all right first we have tennessee at kansas city Pick. Go. Ooh. Um, real quick, I'm gonna do that's at Kansas City, so I'm gonna take Kansas City. I'll take Tennessee. Gross. Next
1: we have Atlanta at LA. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I want Atlanta to win, but I think the Rams are gonna win. Correct. I'm gonna take LA. <laughs> Next we have <laughs> Buffalo at Jacksonville. Ooh, Buffalo at Jacksonville. Uh Jacksonville's gonna win that game. I'll
1: take Jacksonville. Last we have Carolina at New Orleans. yeah
0: Uh that's ugh. I hope New Orleans stomps Carolina. I'll take New Orleans as well.
1: Nice. Did we pick every game the same? No, no, no. You no, took the City. Yeah, you took
0: Tennessee. We can't be like 100% in sync, man. We got to be a little different. I mean, you like Cowboys. You like Seattle. Gross. Ew.
2: I'm a 12. Ew.
0: <laughs> All right. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back next week. We'll talk about more about the off season um we'll recap the playoff games we'll talk about the next playoff games uh, and we'll try and find some fun entertaining content you got anything else you want to add to everyone who has listened i really appreciate it please continue to listen on all the
1: sources that we listed yes please thank do. you go hawks go cowboys